I am ridiculously passionate about spreading the importance of acknowledgement and acceptance through my love and success approach to leadership to today's youth. Now, this approach to leadership will build school community, it will reduce bullying and reduce depression and anxiety and the things that surround these subjects. If that's something you feel like you're interested in or you can get behind, go to fredmotivates.com slash shop and get your very own Acknowledge Someone t-shirt or Acknowledge Someone baseball tee right now. When you order on that website, fredmotivates.com slash shop, you can get 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order by using the code TEACHERRECHARGE at checkout. That's teacher recharge at checkout at fredmotivates.com slash shop. My name's Fred Kep. I'm the host of the Teacher Recharge podcast and the goose saga is over. That's all I got today. It's over. They're gone. Let's get this party started. I didn't have a guest on the show. It was because my old computer crashed and I was not able to record another episode in time. So I just released something because I wanted to keep the consistency. The second time, I just didn't have a guest. So I just went at it solo. The third time, aka today, it was actually planned. Third time's always a charm, isn't it? Sweet. So you get a solo dolo Fred Olo episode today. It's just me, you, and a mic. Boom. And the only way you can reply or talk back to me today is to message that Twitter or Instagram at Teacher Recharge or message me Teacher Recharge Podcast at gmail.com. And by the way, I would love to hear from you. That's not saying, hey, sit down, shut up, and listen. That is saying, reply, talk to me. Critique the crap out of it, man. I don't care whatever you say is going to make me better. That's the way I look at that. So how in the world am I going to fill an entire episode just with me? Why would I plan on that? And why in the heck do I think that I can fill an entire episode with just my voice? Well, I will tell you... um, one thing, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is Chris D'Elia. Uh, he's a he's a he's a comedian, and by the way, just a fair warning: he does cuss and stuff. So if you're gonna listen to it, it's called Congratulations. But he literally just talks for forty five minutes to an hour every week about random crap. It's it's really weird. Um, so I know it's possible to do a solo podcast. And then also, I do have some really cool things I think I would like to talk about here. So first of all, I'd like to cover what we are doing here with the podcast. What have we done? So where is the podcast at as we speak? Then the next thing I want to cover is what my year was like as an educator. So I realize I'm not a classroom teacher. I get that. I'm never going to say that I am unless I become one later. But for right now, I'm not. I am a teacher in the sense that I am a coach. And I do consider myself an educator because I do see these students on a daily basis for, you know, six, seven months out of the year. 
And uh, I I do have the privilege of having a pretty big part in, you know, 64 boys and something like 44 or 45 girls' lives, which is really, really something I don't take lightly. So I kind of want to let you know what, what I learned over the year and what I kind of went through. And then hopefully maybe you can take something out of that. I also want to end with a story from the way I ended my girls' season that I think maybe, once again, you might be able to take something from. So, first of all, the first thing is, where is this podcast at right now? So, we are currently about 250 listens, 250 downloads away from 3,000 listens for season one. 3,000 listens, just so you know, that goes to about 84 listens an episode, which is um, pretty flipping good for a podcast in the first year that I, to be completely honest, have done no paid advertising for. So the fact that we are almost at 3,000 listens is big. And just to give you an idea of that growth, if we look at the all-time statistics, we started in August of 2018. That was when the first episode came out. And in that month, we had 169 downloads. Last month in April, we had 504 downloads. So hopefully that kind of shows you that this is growing, and it's growing at a pretty fast rate. And by the way, just to remind you, that is without any paid advertising. Um, So first of all, thank you for listening to this. Thank you for sharing it. Thanks for just your positive comments that I've received and stuff. It's just, it's meant the world to me that there are people out there listening to this podcast and taking something from it. I honestly do not think that you realize how important your journey is to me. Uh, Just like most of my students don't understand how important their journey is to me. I truly, truly care about what you're doing and why you're doing it and how I can help uh, better your journey. So I'm glad that you're choosing to spend, you know, 20 to 30 minutes every week listening to this podcast. Next, my year. What did my year have in it. Well, let me tell you, my year has been crazy. The first week of this podcast was also my first week as the head coach of the boys soccer program at Wichita East High School. So let's just say there was a lot of stuff going on that week. And I can honestly say, uh, I'm a pretty young head coach. (laughs) There was a lot of paperwork, a lot of stuff I didn't see coming, a lot of stuff I would have never guessed was going to happen. A lot of stuff that was very stressful, um, but a lot of stuff that was a a very big blessing as well. I had some pretty good results, and um, I was I was pretty pretty pleased with that. I'm very blessed to be in a place that uh, the the school I'm at has, I, I would say, an abnormal amount of talent at, and and that always helps. But we were pretty successful. And I learned a lot, whether it was, you know, learning how better to communicate things to the boys or whether it was learning how to discipline when when they weren't necessarily thinking correctly or whether it was learning how to just be humble and accept when I've made a mistake 
and, and just admitting that and, and being vulnerable with them. I think that was something that I've learned big time. This podcast has helped me learn so much as I, I hope it's helped you learn as well. Just through all of these interviews, hearing how different people do things different ways, what different strategies people have, um, different communication styles they have with their students, and, and just different ways they've helped their students has been A, eye-opening for me, and B, a little life-changing. It's been pretty cool to see it through other people's lenses and uh, how how they're successful because then I can look at that and think, oh, do I can I replicate that in my own teaching as I hope you have kind of heard that as well. So that's kind of what has happened. Um, I will say I got into this girls' season and I kind of have been told by a lot of different people that, you know, going to counseling or going to therapy is, is a very good thing for for everyone. And uh, I decided that at times I have a bit of anxiety. And I wouldn't say it, it's life crippling. I wouldn't say it's ruined any relationships or anything. What I would say is that it has, it had started to, kind of ruined my relationship with myself. And so I, I kind of looked introspectively at myself and said, you know what, I think this is the right move. So I started going to counseling and therapy uh, once a week. And I can honestly say during the boys season, the, the biggest change I've seen is during the boys season. And then when I played soccer, I went from looking at across at my opponent and just automatically without even questioning it, just not liking them, just thinking they were a horrible person and really making really judgmental thoughts about my opponent. I went from thinking that to allowing them to be a good person that is a good soccer player, a good soccer coach, that it, allowing the other team's coach to be someone who is focused on his athletes or his high schoolers overall success and respecting that and which has in turn helped me look at losses or wins just in a different way. Yes, I'm happy to win. Uh, and yes, I don't like losing. I mean, I'm an athlete I, and I, I always will have that kind of mind. But I can respect it more and it, I've learned how to differentiate myself from that. So just because my team loses or just because my team wins, neither of those things define me as a person. And I've been able to take that into what I teach my kids as well. So just because, you know, something may not have turned out the way we wanted it to or something turned out the way we wanted it to so that, you know, maybe our egos are boosted a bit, it doesn't change who we are, what our moral values are, which is Going back to what I normally go to schools and talk about uh, when it when it comes to setting moral standards that lead us to be the person we want to be, and then refusing to settle for anything less than those moral standards. Well, I caught myself settling for stuff that was less because yes, we were, when we were, when we would win, I would feel like oh well, like I triumphed over this bad person, like good versus evil. But that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes it's just. A good game with two very good teams and you know we came out on top and I, I'm blessed for that and 
So it's just help me differentiate myself and be a little bit more at peace. So if you have anxiety issues and stuff, I want to invite you to to kind of reach out for that. There are lots of outlets. There's lots of techniques and strategies that you can use to kind of manage that anxiety, even if it's just a little bit. I really do feel like counseling and therapy have, have really, really helped me in that regard. And, and they definitely can you as well. And don't think, I think one of the biggest misconceptions about this is, oh, if I go to therapy, that means I'm weak. And that means that, you know, I have a ton of issues. Well, the thing is, all of us do. So even if that was the case, it's the case for everyone in the room around you. But what makes you different if you go to therapy is that you're actually doing something about it, which I think is a fantastic and beautiful, beautiful, very mature decision. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead, take a real quick break and do this uh, audible ad and then I'll be right back. For you, the listeners of the Teacher Recharge Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, since I am my own guest today, I'm going to go ahead and recommend a book. Now, this book I'm going to recommend is one of my favorite books of all time. In fact, it is my favorite book of all time. It is called The Life of Pi. If you haven't read this, I annotated the crap out of this in English class. There's tons of deeper meanings. It's just an absolutely beautiful book that really does talk about love and acceptance and kind of leads you to uh, draw your own conclusions about things. So I, I encourage you to read The Life of Pi or any of the other 180,000 titles that they have to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Once again, that is audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge for your free audiobook download and free 30-day trial. All right, back to that episode. And I'm back. Cut from me, go to me, then cut back <laughs> to me. That was in the script. Anyways, I'm back. Hello. Hi. That's my favorite part of the entire episode. It is story time. Cha-cha-cha-cha. What's up? All right. So story time this week is about the year or, or the season I had with the junior varsity girls. Now, every season that I have, whether it's on the boys' side or the girls' side, I'm going to have my team give a mission statement a vision statement, and three goals. A short-term, a mid-term, and a long-term goal. Goal setting is really important to me. I was brought up on it, and to be honest, it it has helped me throughout my entire life. So I think it's extremely important, especially with my soccer teams. And um, I always have start with 
trying to get this mission and this vision statement lined up. So the mission statement, just so you know, is what we want to do. So vision is something that we want to do. And then a vision statement is almost the same thing, except it is what we want to be. So mission, what we want to do. Vision, what we want to be. So our mission statement was to improve as individuals as and as a team. Sorry. Our mission statement is to improve as individuals and as a team. That's our mission. And by the way, this is stuff that they told me. I did not coach them on this at all. They, they're they c- coming up with this as well, they, I, just, just by themselves. So their vision statement, their vision is to give our best on and off the field through service leadership, constant optimism, and eagerness to learn. Just so you know, this these are freshmen in high school through seniors, um, mostly freshmen and sophomores, though. And their vision statement was to give our best on and off the field through service leadership, constant optimism, and eagerness to learn. Their first goal was to create a strong connection within the team. Their second goal was they wanted basic knowledge, technical, and tactical understanding of the game, so of soccer. And then their final goal was to have a winning season. They just wanted over 500 for the season. And I accepted that for some reason. I, I thought that was a decent thing. I'll go into that here in a bit. So what all of this does is at the end of the season, it gives us a really nice template to look and see if we've actually grown and achieved and actually moved towards success during the year. So I love that. I think it's a good template. So I just had my end of year meeting with them. One thing I do that a lot of high school coaches don't do is I make them sign up for one-on-one meetings with me. So if they want to stay in the program, I do make it uh, optional for seniors. But if they want to stay in the program next year, I think it's very important that they know what they're lacking in right now, what they're doing extremely well right now, and what I would like to see them do to reach the next level by next year. What the, What is the workload going to look like so that they can you know, get to be a starter on JV or maybe be on the varsity team. You know, what do, what are they going to have to do to achieve that goal? And so that's something I'm, I'm doing over this next week and, and maybe even a little into the next week after that. So results of those goals first to create a strong connection within the team. We checked on that two weeks into the season and it was already fantastic. I focus a lot on team building over the first couple weeks um, a lot of that is fitness-based team building, so they suffer together, but then that brings them closer together, and, and you know, I very do much believe that I am not good at grammar words. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I very much believe that, yes, breaking your your students down, allowing them to fail is very important, but it's also equally as important to build them back up with confidence and show them that, hey, they can overcome obstacles. And I think I did an extremely good job of that. I think they did an extremely, extremely good job of working together together to overcome those obstacles. So I was very, very happy with that and very proud of them for that. The second goal was to have a basic knowledge, technical and tactical understanding. Now, let me tell you about the first game. The first game we had, I had... 
a lot of, I won't say a lot, but I had more than half of the starters that were on the field for that first game started with me or played for me at least last year. About halfway through, I wanted about halfway through the game, we were up three to zero. And so I subbed all of the new girls in, by the way, they had only had like one week of practice with me, all these new girls. And they went in and I don't think I've ever seen (laughs) a defender like a central defender, so someone who's supposed to be all the way back on defense. I don't think I've ever seen them up with the forward before until then. (laughs) It was just, it was not, uh, it was almost comically bad, right? But what's crazy is we still won the game three to zero. Like I watched them fail and I had, uh, you know, I had those girls that played with me the year before. They were on the sideline like, oh, Fred, just put us in. We'll, We'll go take care of it. It'll get better. It'll get, I was like, no, let's let them fail. Let's let them fail. So that way we really can look at this. And then three weeks later, four weeks later, you know, when the season's in the mid-season or we're getting toward the end of the season, we can look back and say, look, we have grown substantially. And so I was really hoping that they'd come to practice the next day after after failing. Like, bad. Luckily for us, the other team wasn't the best at shooting, so we still won the game. But... uh yeah, it, it was a bit frustrating for them, a bit frustrating for me, but it was almost a bit comical. I was really betting that I had picked the right people and that they'd come back and really want to get better. And I could not have been more right with that. Like, I just, I'm very proud of myself for that. I'm very proud of them for overcoming that because they came to practice and for the next, you know, four or five weeks gave everything they had. And I will say, after that first game, I wasn't sure that we were going to even be able to break three wins over the season. I'm not even joking. Like, it was that bad. And that leads me to our third goal, which is we wanted a winning season. Now, two of our games got rained out. Um, so we ended the season 7-7-2, seven, seven, and two, which is technically a winning season. And by the way, that's seven wins. Like my goodness, seven wins. And a lot of those are against opponents that I don't think if we played the way we played in the first game, we would have been able to do that. So they have definitely grown like a ton as soccer players. They went on and actually were able to say, this is the formation we're playing. This is where I should be. This is where I should be. And this is when I should be there. This is the part of the foot that I take the ball in with. This is the part of the foot I pass it with. This is the part of the foot I shoot it with. You know, this is how I talk and communicate. Communicating was a very big theme this year. And it was amazing. It was just, it was really cool to see. And that allowed us, this at the end of this meeting, it allowed us to kind of check out what next. Well, okay, find a way to play in the off season. You know, be a student of the game. Be real with yourself. And I told them, be real with yourself. My dad used to ask me, you know, on the first day of every season, he would ask, you know, is this something you still want to do? And allow yourself to say no. If you, if you want to say no, if you, and I would say this even with teaching, you're at the end of the school year, you're about to go into another year next year. Over the summer, ask yourself, do you actually want to do this? 
And if the answer is no, be real with yourself because you only have one life. You only get one shot at this thing. So you don't have time to be in a job or be in a place where you hate your life. And, And be honest with yourself, that's not good for your students either. So really be honest with yourself, focus, use these couple months to focus on your own happiness because at the end of the day, I'm just trying to be happy. Don't you want to be happy? Like, don't you want to be happy? You should want to be happy. So uh, I also told them at the very end of this meeting, I left them with one last thing and I said, look, you need to start figuring out who you are. So not who your parents want you to be, not who your friends want you to be, not who I want you to be as your coach, not who your family wants you to be. Who do you want to be? And if soccer fits into that, great. I am 100% committed to your success and I will go to the ends of the earth for for my students. Like I just, I will. That's just in my veins. That's what I live off of. That's where I get my energy from is watching my students and watching those players succeed off the field and on the field. But if it's not, I'm still going to be 100% supportive of you. I'm still going to live off of your success. Like soccer, like I said earlier, I'm differentiated from soccer. So I know that me as a person, I want to success, I want my students to succeed, whether that's on my soccer field or not. And I hope that's where you are, that your your students are sort of in that zone where they're almost family to you. So that's my story for this week is that that's kind of how I ended that season. Hopefully you can take something from that and and take it into the week ahead. So the final thing I want to leave you with, what now? What now for this podcast? Where do I go with this? Well, I want to tell you, I think we have grown a lot this year and I think it is worth a season two for sure. I do. I would not like to see the same exact questions that I ask every single episode though. I kind of got bored with that format. The interview started to feel a little repetitive. So A, message me on the Twitter at Teacher Recharge. Message me on the Instagram at Teacher Recharge. Message me at my email, teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. Go to Fred Motivates on Facebook. Message me there. You can go to my website, fredmotivates.com. Message me there. I want to hear your feedback. What would you like to see here? What questions do you need answered? Man, I will find the best experts that I possibly can. I've proven this year that I can bring people into this podcast that are well worth your time. So please, please, please ask away, ask away. I really want to build this community because this podcast has legs because of you. And the only way it's going to continue to grow and have legs is through you. So my goal for this next year is to just have more interaction with you, my listeners. I really want to hear what you have to say, what you're going through, what are your challenges, what are, your succeed, what are you succeeding at? I really, really want to hear this. And please take me up on this. Please, please, please be a part of this. Um, I'm super grateful to have you all listening to this. And I, I hope you have taken stuff from these episodes. Thank you so much for listening today. The challenge for the week is simply this. Look at your year. Look at your goals, look at your mission, look at your vision, look at your goals that you've set for yourself 
And then ask yourself, with that information, be real with yourself. Did you, did you succeed in those goals? Did, did you carry out that vision? Did you carry out that mission? Use all of that information and then ask yourself, what next? What do I do next? What am I going to do with that information? How am I going to grow? Is teaching even the right next step for me? Or do I need to maybe look at other avenues? And if teaching is the next step for me, what next? How can I be even more inspiring, even more impactful next year? And then let me know your answers. TeacherRechargePodcast at gmail.com, at TeacherRecharge on Instagram, and at TeacherRecharge on Twitter. That's what's up. It's the same thing. Thank you again for another fantastic episode. I appreciate you listening. If you're still listening to this and you've been listening to me rant for 28 minutes, much love to you. Respect, Mon. And until next week, next week, by the way, we're going to have a really, really, really famous guest on the show. Should be Mr. Gary Vaden himself. People from Odessa are probably freaking out right now because that's he's just he's a fantastic fantastic person um that is really going to end this year on a very very high note so i'm very excited for that come back next week let's celebrate that last episode together and until then much love (laughs) 